Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, Bobby. Take it over here. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. Been on my mind. But, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Me back when you get a chance, okay? I'll see you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Hey, what's up, T.K.? Did we talk already? Nope. All right, just making sure. Your fucking brain is fried. <laughs> Hi, family. Going on, what's going on? I made you wait long enough. No, really, I, my bad. I missed a call last night and shit. I was already asleep. That's you in a you crazy like, situation, nigga. A little bit. Shit, a little bit in my ass. A little bit. Okay, tell me about it. What's going on? All right, so... So, um... One second. So, me and my girl been together for, like, seven years. I was mm-hmm. 20 when I met her. Um... Not, we kind of fixed everything now. I'm not uh-huh. ready, but we, like, talked about it. Right. But, so, but boom. So, remember, was, she was 18, I was 20. Right after that, like, three months later, we moved to Miami. I mean, uh-huh. that's Miami, to Orlando. Okay. That's where you're at now? No, no, we in, we moved back to um, Maryland. Okay. So, we, we met in Maryland, and we went to Orlando. We was there for, like, six months. We moved back. Out here, cause one of her um her grandmother had died. Okay. And then um, at that point, I was like, we was young in the relationship, so some good. I at that point in my life, I didn't have really that much money, so my phone was cut off, and her dad was paying her phone bill, so I was using her phone. And one day, I was talking to my ex girlfriend for her phone, so that made her want to come back over here. She didn't feel like she was she wanted to be with me down there, but boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. So boom, so then we moved. She moved back. Out here, like after six months, we moved there. February, we was back here. No, we moved um, September. We was back in out here in February already. Mm-hmm. Moved back to Maryland. Then um, during the last, she had like I'm not really cheating, but like really dumb stuff, like talking to the girls, flirting, but never like actually, you know what I mean? It's cheating. Huh? It's cheating. Yeah, I mean, I can get my attention to somebody else, so yeah, basically. Right, it's cheating. Girls don't take, mm-hmm. girls don't yeah. play that shit. Niggas don't yeah. either. Mm-hmm. You know, if it happened to you. Yeah, I wouldn't either, yeah. And a female said, oh, I, I yeah, just got yeah, my elbow against his dick. That's a fight. Niggas will kill you. Yeah, I, told, I, I understand. I give her the right away every time. I'm like, yeah, I, if I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong. But the thing is, she always blames me for, like, me actually wanting to, like, she blames me for smashing somebody, but I never did. But anyways, um, fast forward, last year, I was getting married, so last year, we went to Miami, it was me and two of my boys, and I had one of my, my best men lives in Orlando, so he met me in Miami, so we went okay. to Miami, we was there for four days, I think, I believe, and then, um, 
when I got back, my friend, he had he had been talking to some ladies down there, and he got called by his girl. Mm-hmm. At that time, that the, the, was happening, I wasn't around when they were talking to the girl. But I had one of my boys, I'm Spanish, so I had one of my boys, he's black, but he got a mustache, so it makes him look Spanish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the, <laughs> so my girl asked my boy's girl, I'm like, tell, ask him if, he did, if there was a, a Spanish boy with them. And the girl said, yeah. <laughs> so automatically she thought it was me. Mm-hmm. So that was for my, um, that was like right before my wedding. So after I came back, it was a whole fight. She went to cancel the wedding. Uh, 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 they, uh, I, oh, and I was, I also was, um, I went to a strip club. I went to, um, what's that joint called in Miami? Damn. Um, G5? It wasn't G5. It was the one cl- uh, um, after G5. It was like the one in downtown. Tootsie? Um, Tootsie's. Tootsie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tootsie's. So we went there like twice. There's some nice looking girls in there. Mm-hmm. So boom. There, we was, the first day we went there, we was there just chilling, just having some, um, having some drinks, looking at the girls or whatever. And then one of the girls come and leaving, and I said bye. And then she came back, and she was like, okay, guys, I'm leaving. And she just started talking to to me and my boy. I ain't, um, she, she ended up getting um, to, like, she was following me on Instagram. Uh, uh, so I followed her on Instagram. Right. <laughs> so that was another problem. Because mm-hmm. then she said, she looked at the uh, the, uh, the Instagram friends. I don't know how she could be doing that shit. But then she found out, oh, this girl, like, two of your pictures, and I don't know what with me. Uh, uh. So I was like, shit, man, I didn't even do that. That was being very respectful to the girl and all that. I was like, you know, even trying to pick it to nothing. So my girl, what she did was, he um, hit the shoulder up and told her, like, um, she hit the shoulder up and told her, oh, my man told me that he was telling that he was a prostitute. Uh, uh, uh. So then shoulder hits me up and said, like, yo, um, you told your girl I was a prostitute? What is wrong with you? Uh, uh. I, was like, I was like, listen. The whole time you was talking to me, you see how they come out disrespectful or trying to kick it to you or nothing. Right. I don't know what she talking about when she lying. <laughs> so my girl felt like I wasn't trying to stick it. I was def- um, defending the other girl. Right. She was trying to put like a bad name, but I really wasn't. I just didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't need that bad blood going around. It was something that you making a movie in your head. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. Mhm. So boom. After that, my man, she went on ham on my on my on my on my boy, my best friend, because it was she only had it me and him, and my other two boys. She didn't like they wasn't talking to her, so it was only me and him. So then she felt like he was trying to hook me up with her, and that was gonna be my best man. So then she was like, oh, I don't want him on my wedding. Ah. So, so my boy, he was like, yo, I don't want to go come to your wedding because your girl don't want me there. Right. And it's going to be awkward. I don't just don't, you know what I mean? And I was like, I understand. So she didn't come. But then she got mad. She was like, well, how is your best friend? He didn't come to the wedding. <laughs> ah, ah. She felt like she's confusing, dog. God yo, damn. it's like about pulling I don't understand, man. I know I could be like that sometimes, but like, yo, it's crazy, son. So. You can put up but, with that shit, yo? I've been pulling up for seven years, man. man. Seven years. So boom. Um, then we got married. The wedding was crazy. It was nice. Whatever, whatever. And we, we even got in a fight at that wedding. That that wedding was lit. Like it was lit. lit. Man, y'all, all oh, you motherfuckers is crazy. No, because it was the staff fault. They started like harassing us, and then. But you and your baby, you and your wife started fighting. 
the staff people, the staff, oh, the okay. people that were running it. Yeah, yeah, right. not us. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, it was me. I was, I was lit down there. It was, it was, it was, yeah, I was having mad fun. Right. So then we go on honeymoon, whatever, whatever. So the last problem was I went to, um, I went to, oh, no, there was another thing before. After we got married, I one night I went out to a strip club out here in West Virginia. And one of the strippers was like, I want your number. And I, without thinking, I was like, give her my phone. And she put my number in. And she called it so she could have my number. Mm-hmm. So it looked like she was calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I didn't even say you showed his number. I didn't even get to talk to her or nothing. And then she seen it. I was like, I called the number. It was a girl that picked up. I, I, I was like, okay, there was this girl. There's a stripper girl that was there. And I got her number. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I explained. But I didn't talk to her. You see, it was a missed call. I'm like, no. Uh, uh. Then Shorty apparently got pregnant. Like, next week, she was pregnant. So Your wife? Like, Is that? No, no. The stripper girl. You got her pregnant? No, I didn't even get to talk to her. That's what I'm saying. But then when Shorty talked, I was the baby daddy. I was like, yo, okay, I okay. didn't even get to talk to her. You know what I mean? That was that. Was the, the one before the last problem that we had. Right. This was that the one that the big one where I, I almost lost All it. Right. So I see where this is going, right? So what is mm-hmm. it you want to ask me? Like I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I just want some advice on how to deal with it because the last the last thing that nigga you a was, fuck up. What do you mean how to deal with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a fuck up, but everything I am you say it. So let me talk, let me talk now. Let's talk. Stay quiet. I'm not let mm-hmm. you talk. Now it's time to let me talk. Mm-hmm. Now, everything I heard, you bought it on yourself. Right. Everything. Not one thing was a, truly an accident. You still talking to bitches. You still giving women your phone number. The girl is in love with you. Hold on. I got a little head cold. And your girl is, I know that's just sounds crazy, right? But I like to keep it real on myself. Sneezes, mm-hmm. whatever. So, you're still giving women your phone numbers. You're still going to strip clubs. I'm not saying stop. I'm saying you got to go once in a while. I'm saying you're like a crook, right? You're like a criminal. Motherfucker, I'm a hustler and you're a thief, but you're always getting caught. That means you're. <laughs> I'm bad at it. <laughs> yeah, you bad at it. I'm bad. That's what. I, that's what. I, that's so what you got to do I, the right thing. Or get, just divorce her and stay single. No, nah, because the thing is, I don't want to divorce her. Because I'm like we. I feel but like are, we are you going to do? Are you going to do right? Listen, I do right, bro. Like uh you I can't do everything be doing right I, if you give your phone number to other people. Yeah, but that was the last. That was like I, I stopped doing that. Like that was, that was like that was long, yeah. See, I want to know if you stop doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a good guy. Like anything that I do, I don't do it intentionally. Just like, oh, I'm gonna do this just because I, I I'm bored or whatever. I want to get. I, I want to see if I still got it. I don't do it. I just be like, it just be happening, and then I just don't be thinking at the time, and then I think about it later. Listen, but I don't. It's like listen, I don't react on it. But regardless of anything, it's still listen. bad. You're talking to taste of the motherfucking K. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Who the fuck you you talking to? Go on with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't be thinking because your hands get caught. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, right. I mean, 
you get you get caught. You know, you're not good at what you do. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion is do right or fuck around once a year and keep it moving because that's the thing. It, for seven years, I never even smashed nobody else but her. Okay. Seven years. So that's what, like, that, so that's just, like. You're just a big flirt. Yeah, yeah, basically. But that gets me in trouble. And yeah, but this, you, this, but, you fuck somebody, she's going to stab you. <laughs> no, she might kill me. Yeah. <laughs> she might, yeah. You know, so. Nah, fam. That's why, and I don't even. Look, the, the last thing that happened was I went to Orlando for my cousin's um, baby shower. Uh-huh. She was supposed to come with me. I bought the tickets, everything. But then uh, two days later, I got an email saying that the, the um, like they didn't go through or whatever. So I was like, damn. So then she has to work on a Monday. But we've been, we've been taking mad trips around, like, like we went to Mexico, Cali, and then DR and shit like that. Right. So um, she couldn't take no more days off from work like that. So we was planning on leaving. The baby shower was Sunday. So we were going to leave like Sunday night so she could make it by work by um, Monday morning. But we couldn't find no flights like that. So she was like, all right, never mind. I'm just going to go to my sister's in Virginia. Uh, uh. So I went. I stayed at my friend's house. That one that she didn't want me staying at because he, he got a crib. So I stayed at his house. I had other friends and family there also, but their their house was packed. Like they had other people living with them. My boy, it's only him and his wife and his dog. Right. And I got I can get I got my own room, my own bathroom there. So like, it will be it's more convenient for me to stay mm-hmm. when I'm more comfortable. With. So she right. got mad because I stayed at his house, and I wasn't with my family. I was only hanging out with my friends. I'm like. So I was like, yo, so what am I supposed to do? Be uncomfortable at somebody else's house when I was mad comfortable at my friend's house? Right. I understand it makes sense. And then um, that started a whole argument. Oh, you just listen to what your boys say, this and this and that. How old so is then, your wife? She's 25 now. I was getting ready to say she's in her 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's some, some kid shit. So the thing, my suggestion with you, you're going to have to ride it out, yo. She's still a yeah. child. She's still a child, but in about 10 years, five, in five years, you're going to see the change if she gets 30, 31. When she's 35, if she's grown like a woman mm-hmm. wants to grow, you won't have those type of worries no more. But you got to cut down your flirtation. Yeah, I got to cut all that down. Yeah, I'm not saying the stock, but sometimes the flirt, yo, makes you feel alive. <laughs> no, for real. You know, people think they can get married and all of a sudden become a robot, not speak to other people, whatever. As long as you do it with respect and not do phone numbers, to be flirtatious a little bit is okay if that's your personality. Like to the people listening around, listening to the show, if that's not your personality, I don't want you to go out and start flirting with bitches or niggas and fuck around and get your ass beat. But if, if you're a flirtatious person, don't flirt a lot, but flirt a little bit to the point that you got a smile on your face. That's what it is. I always smile. Right. Like, I'm always smiling. That's what it is. Yeah, it makes you happy. It makes you feel alive. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that 
you have to cut it down a little bit, and you can't take people's phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't do none of that. I can't yeah, do none of that. Listen to me. My boys, always, like, my boys only had told me that. I'm like, yo, John, you're not a cheater. You stop. You don't try nothing. Just right. good. good. I had a cousin like that back in the day. He's married now. But every time he cheated, he got caught. I'm talking about every time. It was just sad. It was just sad. But that's all you got to do, family. You just got to. And if you're going to flirt, flirt right then. Buy the girl a drink. Talk to her. Blah, blah, blah. If she asks for your phone number, say, you know, I'm from out of the country. You know, I don't, I don't have enough. Or give her a fake number. And keep it moving. Don't even take her number. Mm-hmm. What you do, don't say some play shit. Don't take her number. What you do is say, here, here's my number, which is going to be a fake number. And say, if you're interested and you want to call me, call me. And when she picks up the phone <laughs> the next day to call you, that shit wrong. It's like, boom, it's a wrap. And don't give her your real name. Right, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't give them a name. Yeah. yeah, that way they can't find you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't need your, your, your girl calling people. I think that's the weakest shit in the world. Nah, it was, that was, that shit, it had me mad. Because it was like, yeah. I really didn't do anything bad that, like, that at that point I didn't really do anything bad. Like, I just had a conversation. I can't have no friends now, and I guess not, because... There's a problem. Well, it's it's not that you can't have friends. It's how you met this friend. And the way you met this friend and what this person's occupation is, nine times out of ten, it might lead to fucking. And I Mm -hmm. always tell men and women, before you trip with your mate, put yourself in their shoes. Imagine your girl went out and went to a club and got a nigga number. and And you was like, what the fuck is this? He's like, what? And she tell you, what, I can't have friends? That's when you're here, like, God, I'm you're attacking me. Oh, my God. He's beating my ass. You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need that, man. So whenever you do something, think about if it was happening to you. And how would yeah, you I, I always put myself in her shoes and stuff like that. Okay. But not at the moment when I'm doing that. I thought afterwards. Believe it or not, that's the part of growing up. Mm -hmm. It's also um, a a way to evaluate yourself. As years go by, you start saying to yourself, you know, I want to better myself in this area. I want to better myself doing this. And this could be one of the things that you could say, you know what? I really want to start becoming a better man. Because what I tell people all the time, it takes to be a complete man. You, you're not a complete man until you're about 45 years old, mm. and a woman is not a complete woman until she's 35. And let me explain. If you're 18 years old and you finally get on your own at your mom's house, so you're on your own 18, 19, 20. That's only four years of being on your own. That's not a, that's not enough experience to run a household to have a baby, to run a family, like a company. Having a family is like a company. You mm-hmm. got when to spend, when to save, what to cut off, what to do for uh, activities within your company to make sure that the wife and the kids are happy because you got to have activities. 
Mm-hmm. You learn these things as you get older. You learn how to plan better as you get older. And then if you have a good mother and father who does some of these types of things, they are the blueprint on how you're supposed to move. And this is the reason why when people get married, I always suggest that they have their money right. Your situation sounds like you've done pretty good. You take the trips. The only thing that you got against you is that you're a big ass flirt. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, you're a big flirt. And like I said, she's 25. She's young. How old are you? 27. All right, 27. And you got married at what age? 26. Last year. Okay. Oh, you just got married. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are you happy? Yeah. Okay. I, I, sometimes, I mean, we have our trouble, but pretty Remember, young. you bring it on yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you bring it on yourself, you can't blame nobody else. Yes, he said, I need, I need to be more romantic and all that. So no, he said, I'm like, she says, I'm not, I'm like, I don't show her most attention, but I, I do, because we, any free time I spend it with her. Now we right. go out together, we go out to eat together. We oh, cook. Does she complain just to be complaining? I, I feel like she is. Bro. Yeah. I feel like she is because I, like, I, I really do do a lot. Like, I, I take care of the whole house, you know what I mean? Right. Pay all the bills. Uh, she works and she's going to school. But right. she don't, I don't ask her to pay for none of the bills. She, she can, she, you can handle your bills with that, like your credit card, your car payment. Right. I handle all the everything else in here. That's nice. Now, what do you do for a living? Well, um, right now, I run my parents' company, but... We are about to move in the next month to Cali, so I'm not gonna be doing that no more. So I'm trying to start something else out there. Okay, like what? I don't know, maybe a dispensary or something. I don't know. Okay, that's so what I like. So you got a few dollars saved. Right. Yep. Okay, that's good. I like that. Mhm. I like that. That's very important. That's yeah. very important. I got. Yeah, I've been I've been nice with saving money all my life. So I, I don't okay. I like that. What age were you when you first started? Started um, saving? Yeah. Bro, um, I started saving since, like, I was... I bought my first bike at eight, uh, 10. That's when I first started saving, yeah. 10, 10 years old, I bought my first bike, and after that, I started buying my own sneakers, my own clothes, basically. I like I used that. to do I used to do a couple of jobs, then I moved back to New York. So I used to work on my... Now- you, when you got married, did you have over 25000 in the bank? Yeah. I love you for that, fam. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all right. That's the goal I've been setting for people. It wasn't in the bank, but it, I have it. <laughs> right. I have it. Yeah, don't have to be, I don't give a fuck if it's in a shoebox, in the, in the washing machine, in a pot with a plant in the back. I just, men, <laughs> I just want men to have that type of money to protect themselves. It's just insurance. Yeah. You know, we, me and my boy always listen to your show, man. We always tell him, when you wrote me up um, the other day, I was like, yo, TK wrote me, but and he was like, yo, I bet you're going to be like, what is going on, fam? What's, what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> listen, player, I'm going to tell you <laughs> what it is, man. Oh, that's funny as hell. We listen to your show all the time. Now, every every, every Monday, in? we are in Frederick. Where the hell is that? It's in Maryland. It's like an hour away from D.C. Okay, so November 2nd, mm-hmm. I'll give you, your wife, your homie, and his girl tickets to my show. 
But I'm going to be in Cali November 2nd. That's the only thing. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm doing a big show um, at Constitutional Hall. When, what day is that? November 2nd? November 2nd. And hopefully we can back it up. We're still, we're still looking for places out there. So. Okay. Now, what area What area are you looking at? In um, Furlington, Irvine, Orange County, around that area. Okay, cool. Yeah, you got a few dollars to be living down there. I mean, we're still looking. I'm looking for the right price. I ain't trying to go and break my budget. Right. Now, what's your budget? I'm looking for, like, around, like, um, 15 to 2000 So you're going to rent? Yeah. Okay, hit me tomorrow. I got the girl for you down there. She is, she is super, super female. Her name is Lisa, and she can help you find it. Um, you got good credit and everything? Yeah, I got great credit. Yeah, she gonna, she'll find your place in two minutes. Cool. That would yeah, be great. I swear to God. Matter of fact, let me call her right now. Hold on a second. All right. Hold on. She's the only person that calls me by my real name, too. <laughs> My baby, yeah. Three one zero three four five four one four nine. Lisa, TK, give me a call. I have a, um, a gentleman that's looking for an apartment or a house out in Irvine, and I'm on my TK Kirkland show. So if you call back, I'm going to uh, merge you in on the call. So you get to hit me right back. All right. Okay. Yep. Okay, she'll call me right back, too. Oh, and what's your name? John. Okay, John. Yeah, she'll call me right back. She doesn't call right back. When she does call, I'll tell her that you'll be calling. But mm-hmm. solid. She helped me get in my house. Cool, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm moving there for. I want to get my business started over there. And hopefully in the next three or four, five years, I can get my own house. Okay, cool. So you want to rent a you want to rent a nice apartment for mm-hmm. like about thousand dollars. Now, why Irvine though? Why Irvine? I, it's not Irvine. I don't really care about Irvine. My boy used to live in Irvine, and she just told my girl. So then he's like all about Irvine, but I don't really care about Irvine. I can go to Chino Hills. I can go anywhere else, but it, I want it to be close, like around Orange County though. Okay, nice area. You don't have to worry about yeah. no problems and nothing like that. Orange County is mm-hmm. On Chino Hills is nice. Matter of fact, when I, when I caught a case, I was doing community service to hand my ass out in Chino Hills back in the day. <laughs> and here I am. But I was I still was a celebrity. So here I am um, walking around picking up trash in the park. And people oh, still man. taking pictures with me, yo. Uh, it was the most humiliating <laughs> Yeah, it's humiliating, yeah. In my fucking life. And it looks, yeah. and what's crazy about life is it's amazing how other people can affect your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be a great person, right? You could be the greatest person on earth and meet the wrong person and disaster starts happening in your world. It's just a bad cloud. It's a negativity. Yeah. That's, a, the, the, that's a, one of the most, most toxic things in life is negativity. Yes, sir. It really is, you know. So it's it, it's really um, sad that the, what these women go through. Like you know, I travel the world, and these women, the way these guys treat these girls, yo, how they talk down to them, belittle them, talk about don't nobody, nobody's gonna want you. Yeah, um, yeah. And these, I know some, what you mean. 
not all of them, but most of them, these girls are affected mentally, and they got to cut these motherfuckers off because life is beautiful. Even if you got to be by yourself for a minute, life is beautiful. But some women got to stay in the relationship because their money not right. Some women try to stay in the relationship because of, of their family. Some women think that another man won't want them or anything like that. But none of that shit matters. And what matters is the greatest gift I'm about to tell a person on, on this phone, on this, on this show, is peace of mind. If you can get peace of mind, you got everything. Yeah, that's why I feel like she don't. I, feel, I think she said she don't feel that from you. It's a peace of mind. Yeah, that's what you got to get her. You got to give her peace of mind because she'll start. I, she'll start fucking you better. I know she probably fucking good now, but she'll start fucking you better. She'll start sucking your dick better. So if you get angry, she fuck, she'll still fuck you because you're married. The same if you ain't do nothing wrong. So now imagine when you get a man. It take about two days, maybe a week, two weeks to get a back right. Now you gotta have sex with her. You sleep it on one side of the bed. Nah, that day when I came back from Orlando, I slept the whole week. I slept in a. You slept where? I slept in the couch the whole time. Damn, you see. And for like three days. And I wasn't coming back. And then she one day she came and got me. And then to argue again, when once we woke up, she started arguing again. So I'm like, yo, why you call me back to the room for if the next day you're gonna keep arguing with me? Right. So because when I'm mad, I don't really talk. I just hold okay. it in and I just stay quiet. I just don't talk. Just, right. You will see that I'm mad, but I just won't say nothing. So I'm ready to say something to like my anger. Because if I do talk, I feel like I about. Since I let a lot of stuff in, I just burst out at one time. So I used okay. to be, like, really mad at one point, like, at one time. So I, that's why, I don't know, I feel like I, I keep it in. And I don't, you know, that's why when we have problems, I just explode. And sometimes it's just the littlest thing that she says to me makes me mad. Like, I was like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, don't say that. Right. And sometimes she be saying stuff about my mom. Like, she be bringing my mom in. And I'm like, yo, my mom didn't even say nothing about you. Like, I don't understand why you keep bringing my mom in a situation. Blaming other people for what's going on. Yeah. Leave my mom out of it. Leave my mom out of it. And, see, and what you got to do is pull up to the side. And what, what I'm saying, John, no disrespect, you're not teaching her nothing, fam. Listen to her. Listen, listen, for, stay quiet for a second. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of confusion going on. Mm-hmm. You're not being the leader of the home. You're not being that leader. And what I'm trying to say to you, you got to be the leader of your home. you got to set standards and respect that a woman knows that the line of cross, but you got to lead. you got to lead by example. And you got to cut this other shit out. As as, as we hang this phone up tonight, mm-hmm. you got to cut some of this shit out because this is your wife. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing that she all over the place, and I judge a man by his bitch. I judge a man. If your bitch is acting crazy, of course, you ain't a leader. If mm-hmm. your bitch violent and talking any kind of way, it all falls on you. If you come, if I come to your house and your house is dirty, and you just say, oh, yo, my bitch is lazy, nah, nigga, that's on you. You lazy. 
because you don't motivate your girl, you don't discipline her, and she don't have the respect for you. If your kids are talking crazy and they catching cases and all this kind of shit because they don't respect their parents. And what I'm hearing over the last 30 minutes, 20 minutes, she's wilding, she's doing this, she's doing that, but it's a reflection of you. Okay. So my question is, how do I get it for her to give me her, like, All right, so respect? Okay, so I'm going to say this, and you get, and before you do this, I want you to think about it before you say this to her. I want mm-hmm. you to pick out the dinner, a nice dinner. Like, don't don't have sex with her for about two weeks when you know she's super horny. Mm-hmm. And you're going to take her out to eat, nice restaurant, and you're going to, like, recommit to her. And say, listen, I know I've been like a big flirt, and I'm sorry, but the thing that I want the most for us is the ultimate respect. And the ultimate respect is I'm going to lead by example because I want to treat you the way I want to be treated. I'm not admitting that I did anything wrong. It's just I sat down and talked to some of my homies, and I talked to one of the OGs, and he made me, I started reflecting on the way I was moving. And the way that I was moving was disrespectful to you and to my family. And before you say that to her, I need you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, can you follow this shit through to the end? Because once you say something like that to a woman and you fuck up again, it's over. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's over if I fuck up again anyway. Right. Any chances. <laughs> And it's not, and it's nothing wrong. It, it, it's easy to say, "Faithful, yo." All you gotta do is what? All you gotta do is say to yourself, "What would TK do?" And what I'm gonna do is say, "Discipline is the key if you're gonna be in a relationship." Discipline, 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 discipline is what helps. I, I feel like I had tried doing that, like telling her, like, let's, let's work on this, let's work on that, but it's not when I say it, it's like a, it's me attacking her. No, you got somebody do it. else will say it. it. It'll be like, it's just encouraging. I was like, okay. Yeah, like, I'd be like, let's go to the gym. Like, yeah, for example, let's... You got to do it smooth. You can't be... Where men make their mistakes is that you cannot tell another adult what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't. But I'm gonna tell you a word and if you say it like this, you'll pretty much get everything done that you wanna get done. And you say to a person, Can I make a suggestion? When you say I make can I make a suggestion, let the person know you respect them and now they open to receive the knowledge that you're about to give them. But if you tell somebody something they going to block you. They, 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 they're not listening anymore. Yeah, it's like they set their mind to it. Right. But if you say, can I make a suggestion? And they're like, sure. And then you're like, hey, let, let, let's do it this particular way. And that's how you move. That's how you move. Now, if you're in town November 2nd, I would love for you guys to come to the show, family. Yeah, I would love to see you on your shows. Yeah, or, or or now when when is the actual date to go out to Cali? The move out date is on October the thirtieth. Oh shit! So you, mm-hmm. got, now you got you already got your airline ticket already? No, we're gonna drive out there because we gotta move our stuff. 
I got my car, so I'm going to drive. I got, I got a U-Haul. I'm going to drive it all the so way over there. So after November 2nd? Yeah, that's what I mean. I could, we could do that, too. Yeah, like go November 3rd. Mm-hmm. Because there's no rush. We don't have a place yet, so. <laughs> yeah, but my girl going to get you a spot. I'm yeah. there right now. We can do that. Yeah, yeah I would I'm, love to go. I'm telling you, now she's going to get you a spot. She's probably out right now because she's a business. She's a businesswoman, you know, mm-hmm. and she's just a down sister, yo. Smart girl, a um, lot of property. She's just smart. Mhm. Yeah. That's what my, my that's what my wife does too. She's a property manager. She loves that stuff. Okay, cool. And then she might like to help her get a job. Mhm. Yeah, so she loves that doing yeah, that stuff. Yeah, the woman. This ain't no woman. This ain't no child. She ain't twenty something years old. I think um, Lisa is forty something years old. Okay. Um. I'm talking about shop. She used to be a hustler back in the day, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, ace dog, for real. Man. And, and everybody love her. And beautiful and honest and just, I, I love her. I truly love this woman, you know, but she'll definitely look out. And, and if she hasn't called me back now, that means she's out. But mm-hmm. if she calls, call me. I'll give you her number. I, I, basically, I'll give everybody each other number so you guys can um, stay in contact. Right. And then what I'll do is I come in town on the. Um, I'm coming to town on the first. November first. Yeah, November first. Because I always try to get to the city the day before, um, just in case the weather's bad or anything like that. I don't like performing the same day. Um, I get into the city. My body can't take it. <laughs> you got to relax one day. I got to relax, man. I, yeah. I, I think, I, I think I, I'm on the plane like anywhere from 15 to 20 times a month. Yeah, I've been seeing it. You've been, you've been everywhere this month. Yeah. And the month only, it's only halfway. <laughs> it's only halfway, yo. But I'm really looking forward to the, um, the, out of all the shows I'm looking forward to is the show October 8th of me and Too Short and Open. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I got, I got people out there chilling in Oakland. Yeah, that's gonna be fire because it was supposed to be me, Scarface, and Too Short. But Scarface, oh, would... my friend for over fifteen years. But on this particular deal, this motherfucker started um, acting funny, and when you start acting funny, I, I show must go on. He started acting too. He was Hollywood. He was acting After fifteen years. <laughs> And then he calls, he's going to call back weeks later. Tomorrow, I want to do it. He's like, no, nah, nigga. It's probably because he's older. You know, he gets grumpy at times. No, we do shows together all the time. Like, <laughs> we do shows all the time. But he, oh, man. I really wanted this show, all three of us in Oakland. That would be dope. Oh, my God. That would have been fire because it's a, it's a comedy show. See, I, they're opening up for me. I'm not emceeing this. Like, two shows going to come out and perform. After he performs, I'm going to do my show. No, this, and this show right here is, is me and Too Short. Oh, that's only you and Too Short. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to put some other special guests on there, like local rappers or something, mm-hmm. to do a couple of songs. You know, you got to show love to the community. And then Too Short go rock for 30 minutes, and I'll go. I'm going to perform for an hour. And we out. Jeez. Your you, comedy is an hour? You know, oh, yeah, I could do an hour easy. Yeah, I do an hour easy. That's nothing. Yeah. I only been I only been to one comedy show. That was in the boat. 
show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.